Hey, <laughs> get off your phone. We got podcasting to do. I can do both. Oh, I got the, the raspy uh, sex worker voice. <laughs> hey, big boy. Could you imagine you call those numbers and you answer? <laughs> hey, welcome to the uh, sex line. Uh, <laughs> whip it out i don't mean that i'm talking about your credit card <laughs> you'd be so much that's more a real awkward. thing um i'd be what so much more awkward um uh so uh oh, what are you wearing <laughs> um oh sounds like you might be a little cold <laughs> you might want to put on a, a bathrobe or something jeez uh so anyway uh Welcome to the Devolution Podcast, episode 19. What are you all wearing? <laughs> Hopefully you're not cold. Hopefully you're not cold. If you're naked, at least I hope it's steamy. Yeah, like a deuce. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I just... Well, that's why we have, the, we have the, the hive mind. We do have a hive mind. We have hive mind. We do. We're going to have to call the hive smasher. <laughs> Ooh, I should play Hive Smasher on one of these. Hey, Hive Smasher, I'm going to play a song. I'll you know. I'm going to send you a message. <laughs> All right, so we're in the 90s. Uh, Everybody dance now. We don't have time for this shit. All right? We always have time for this. Listen, I decided before this episode, when I was writing it, that there would be no jokes and no singing fucking 90s songs, okay? <laughs> because we have shit to talk about. People don't come here for that. They come here for the hard or muddy facts. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't know, I think you're wrong. Wait a minute. You think they come here to hear me sing? Mm-hmm. Huh. Interesting take. Hey, wait. I got a new complaint. I got a good one about that. Of course, when you work in a kitchen, I think we talked about this a little on the last episode, you yeah, end up with... Raspberry puree. Yeah, puree. raspberry puree. But um, you just end up with a lot of parody songs in them throughout your shift. And I worked with this kid, Shane. If you're listening, Shane, God bless you. Um, you sucked as a line cook and you know it, but you're a great guy. And I love <laughs> you. But he was an awful line cook. And uh, a lot of the food he made got sent back to the kitchen, which, you know, pissed all us higher-up managers right the fuck off. So, in order to make light of the situation and to rib the little bastard, uh, we came up with the song and going, Hey, Shane, we got a food complaint. <laughs> <laughs> and so we would sing that to him all the time, and I think it really shook and broke his confidence, so sorry about that, buddy. Yeah, you should also tell him you're going to feed him to the lions. <laughs> well, he was a Christian. <laughs> I know. I think that's what you do with them. Lions get hungry, they got to eat. Lions gotta eat. Lila <laughs> down the lamb, pow, pow. <laughs> oh. I said. Lila <laughs> down the lamb, pow, pow. That's got, <clears throat> that's got a whole backstory to it right there, folks. I, I, uh, there was a woman in my life at one point, not like a lover by any means. <laughs> it started to sound like that. She was just a bitch I knew. Uh, she was like at least 20 years older than me or something. But, uh, 
I don't. Her name was Lisa, I think, but we called her Twitch Eye because her eye twitched, <laughs> and she was very loud and obnoxious, and she would drink a lot of Zima, if y'all remember this. Zima, it's refreshing. <laughs> if your name is How fucking Twitch Eye. Long did Zima last? <sighs> I'd give it ten years. You think so? Yeah. yeah. Go- Google it on your machine. All right. Let's Google Zima. You continue on. Speaking of time machines, we're going to shut the fuck up about <laughs> you, Twitch you, Well, I. you finished halfway through a story. Twitch I. Oh, anyway, uh, she she was drunk one night quoting the Bible to me and my boy, Chessel, and uh, she ended up saying, Hey, the lilo down with the lamb, pow, pow. And to her, that was a very, like, cohesive point she was making, but uh, it was not. Anything. <laughs> so it was introduced in 93. Ooh, I'd like to introduce you to Zima. <laughs> Discontinued in 08. All right. And then and it, had, resurgence. it had a limited release Ooh. in 2017 mm. and 2018. All right. Hey, bring back the Zima. Fuck it. Bring so... back Twitch. I, I wouldn't mind hanging out with... Ooh, I wish I had been recording a podcast back in those days. <laughs> there <laughs> is. I the do... People. There are videotapes of a lot of these old hick, redneck-ass characters from the past that I grew up around. And uh, we'll have to find a way to play, like, the lost hick tapes or something. I stand by you should write a book. Because the I've stuff written five you books. talk about... They've only published one. No. <laughs> the stuff you talk about is, like, unbelievable. Like, I don't know how these many weirdos... Hey, man. Can come into one person's life. Carroll County, New Hampshire is a wild place. <laughs> it it's is a, a wild it's place. It's an underrated wild place. <laughs> you know? And I've heard it's gotten wilder. I'm sure. I think it's got the meth. It's got the, the H. Oh, yeah. Beyond yeah. the H. Speaking of H and Kurt Cobain, we're in the 90s. Old Trusty Rusty's <laughs> going to bring us... Uh, it's going to take us to a time. This is our time. <laughs> <clears throat> this is our time. This is our time. This is when, uh, you know, there are so many movies to talk about from this time, just because it's kind of when like a lot of us were are becoming teenagers, being so introduced, to... had more freedom to what we could watch. We were in control of what we were watching a little bit more, and we were watching introduced all this shit. as younglings. Yes, as the younglings <laughs> and maturing, growing with these films. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so on this episode, old trusty Rusty, the Devolution Time Machine, is going to take us to the nineties. Coming out of the often campy and repetitive world of 1980s horror and into a new time. A time where horror fans and critics alike had a thirst for larger, more cinematic horror pictures. Directors, producers, and audiences had been watching, enjoying, and most of all, studying the films of the last 30 years. And it seemed the collective hive mind of the community wanted to move forward. The 90s saw the temporary conclusions of a lot of the slasher franchises that had dominated the late 70s and 80s, and new classics were introduced. During this episode, we will discuss one movie from each year of the 1990s that we feel either helped to propel horror toward new audiences, stand out as cult classics, or just sweet fucking flicks. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It includes Oscar winners, box office failures that saw success in home video, Films that helped with a resurgence slash reinvigoration of certain subgenres, and away we go. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get all that? I hope somebody should have been writing all that down. Was it you? It was not. It wasn't me. <laughs> was that a 90s song? Yeah. Is it? Somebody banging on the two- shower. Was it it two- wasn't me. Or is that a 2000s song? I don't know. It's a good song. What were Blends, some of the- All the years blend together. What were some of the 90s songs you wanted me to sing? 
A kiss from a rose on my dick. How's that one go? Kiss from a rose on my lips. You need to get this one right because I think Seal is in love with you. Uh, Seal is my boy. Seal uh, one day watched my Instagram stories. I've never been able to explain why this happened. (laughs) I don't know. But Seal watched my Instagram stories one day and it uh, made me both happy and sad at the same time. Because... Why seal? I felt sad for seal. <laughs> how, how low? How bored is this motherfucker? <laughs> what the fuck? He doesn't follow me, but he watched my stories one day. So what brought him there? God bless you, seal. God bless you, Shane and seal. Nineteen ninety. The flick that earned Kathy Bates an Academy Award for her role as an obsessed fan of author Paul Sheldon, played by James Caan, that happens upon her idol after a car crash. She takes him home with her, and the rest is history. Taking, of course, talking, of course, about (laughs) Rob Reiner's misery based on the Stephen King novel. This movie includes many classic scenes and has rightfully earned a spot as one of the best screen adaptations of a Stephen King story. And uh, once again, horror was in the spotlight. Right? Yeah. What do you feel yeah. about Misery? You've seen Misery, I right? love Misery. Oh, I know so I good. say this a lot, but this is one that I've, I've just, like, always really loved it. And the book's also very good. Yes, the book is great. <laughs> uh, and it's a wicked good movie. Kathy Bates fucking oh my God, crushes she it. amazing. <laughs> she's so fucking good. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> yeah, Horror was in the spotlight again in the early 90s right here. And uh, this was in the public approved, and it was a... Uh, proven in 1991 when silence of the lambs was a blockbuster that won five oscars uh it had best picture best director best actress uh, uh, jodie foster as aspiring fbi agent clarice starling best actor anthony hopkins as psychopathic cannibalistic psychiatrist hannibal the cannibal lector and it won a best adapted screenplay that's the five. That's no. That's like the top. That's, yeah. Only uh, two other movies before it had done that, and I don't know about since. I didn't read into that. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably Titanic or something. Probably did that. I think. Yeah, right? I'm sure that that did something. Yeah, but uh, this movie's fucking awesome. Yeah, this it's is so a good. good. One. This one, for some reason, and I have never been able to put these pieces together, but. It, has followed me around because people always think Clarissa and Clarice are like similar enough that I've had this movie quoted at me like more times than should have ever happened. Clarissa and Clarice are a bit of a stretch, but my mom's like ex-boyfriend meth head, ex-boyfriend thought your name was Clarice for like the whole like seven years he knew you. So weird reason. Fucking idiot. Everybody just (laughs) thinks. That they're, like, the same. It's so bizarre. What a bunch of idiots. So, yes. Silence of the Lambs always gets quoted at me. Just always. More than Clarissa Explains It All, which is bizarre, because that's my actual name. (laughs) Yeah. And you explain a lot of shit. Um, Both leads of this movie turn in flawless and memorable performances. It's a beautiful movie despite the terror being portrayed, and it set the blueprint for many horror-type thrillers that came out over the decade and even uh these days there are a lot of films clearly inspired by this greatness yeah. coming out all the time yeah all the time well i like it because um it's like a realistic yeah like there are these people yeah there's these sick motherfuckers you know so out there. 
I that's a, those ones always get me more because I'm just like, yeah, this could happen. Like this could be a documentary, you know? Yeah, it could. Yeah, you can see a documentary of a about movie this case, yeah. because it's like a where you know some of these like supernatural killers or it's more far fetched. But this is yeah. like, yeah, there there are weirdo people that do <laughs> weirdo people things. There there are a lot of weirdo people <laughs> doing weirdo people yeah. things. There's fucking faux show. Um. Now on to a whole other kind of greatness. Over in New Zealand, a man that would eventually become one of the most beloved filmmakers of our time was still cutting his teeth in the world of gritty, gory, and yet hilarious horror. In 1992, Peter Jackson released one of my favorites of all fucking time, the blood-soaked, humor-heavy zombie flick, Dead Alive! Yeah! I fucking love Dead Alive. This is a hard decade because I was going through... Trying to decide which one I thought was my favorite. And I'm just like going through it. I'm reading the list. And every time I'm like, oh my God, that one's so good. Oh my God, that one's so good. And I feel like that's like, you're going to name a movie. And I'm going to be like, oh my God, I love that one. Just because there's so many. And they're both in our hearts as how we've grown. Or just that they're good entertaining movies. So it's like really hard. It's gonna sound so like yeah, like it's my favorite. Gonna gush my over favorite. all these movies. Like yeah. I love this movie. It's my favorite. This it's is my, my favorite. favorite movie. Um, if you haven't seen Dead Alive, like go watch it it's as worth, soon as you're done listening worse. to this. Way worse. Go watch it. Um, when I say it's got a lot of gore and blood, I mean it's got a lot of fucking yeah. gore and blood. Like you'll be surprised. It's a very fun laugh. movie. You'll laugh. Uh, Long story short, a fucking rat monkey is brought to the zoo. It bites an old lady. Her son, Nigel, is trying to oppress a pretty young lady. And, well... Did you say oppress? Impress. I think you might have said oppress. Nigel is trying to oppress this bitch (laughs) for what she's done. I mean, 90s were a different time. The 90s were a (laughs) while. Men were oppressing women, okay? Uh, You think that stopped? <laughs> no, I'm no. gonna get my soapbox. Uh, no, but anyhow, uh, he he's impressing her to oppress her, whatever the fuck happens, uh, and it gets wild. There's a party scene at the end of this movie. Yeah, it that's does just, get wild. It's just belligerently gory. <laughs> it's so <laughs> like, perfect. Uh, it's just it's honestly one of the funniest and bloodiest movies you'll ever see. Go watch it. Go watch it. Nah, dead alive. I don't even want to give it away much. That's yeah, all I'm gonna say. You just watch it. Just go watch it. Now, the one year where I couldn't only talk about one movie is 92, because uh, Candyman came out in 92. <clears throat> it sounds like I am gargling a, yeah, a beer can tabs. You are raspy. Raspy. Old <laughs> uh, and we had to talk about Candyman and Dead Alive. So we're talking about two movies from uh, 92. Yeah. I mean, as should be talked about. Candyman is so fucking good. When did we just watch this? What it was last last October because I did the review that we watched. It. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we re- re- refreshed our out. memories on it last <laughs> year. Uh, based on Clive Barker's novel, he wrote the screenplay along with the director Tony Todd as the title character. It's creepy. It's dark. It's smart, and it's damn good. And it's incredibly um, like deep. Yeah, for its time, totally. Too. Yeah, like it's. Um, a grad student research, researching superstitions in the projects of Chicago falls into the nightmare world of a local legend. Candyman. Candyman. Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. I want to see the re- 
Ganyman. Yes, uh, there was one sequel. Was there two sequels? She. There's at least one, and uh, the remake, which I believe was supposed to come out this year, but goddamn COVID. 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 All right, so then in 1993, apparently the world needed a new goofball supernatural serial killer character, so we got the fucking leprechaun. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's actually a pretty funny movie. Yeah, it's it's entertaining, it's silly. It's like one of those ones you just watch to... To pass the time, and I hear some of the sequels are worth watching, but I've never really checked them out. I'm seen some but i do not know like which because it's not like it was in order or just kind of like yeah, here just, and there yeah, i haven't and... like gone through the series you know yeah. but the first one's cool it's been a long time since i watched it so i'll have to check What's it out again the, isn't there one that's like like in the hood you know there's like... two leprechaun in the hoods okay yeah yeah karen almost bought me one because she always called me leprechaun so she thought that'd be hilarious to buy me leprechaun in the hood is that an insult or what's no, that about like a... oh because I'm little and Irish. Oh, because you're little and Irish. All right. Gotcha. Do you pinch people's asses if they're not wearing green on March 17th? I don't, but I maybe should start. Not my ass. <laughs> Every day <laughs> of the year, baby. Oh, no. What uh, What other songs you got? What do you got from the 90s? Come on. Hit me with it. <sighs> with my big black boots and my own suitcase. We, it's whenever I get don't, don't. put on don't, the don't, spot. Don't, 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 don't. Like, what do we got? Vanilla wait, Ice the was 90s? probably the nineties, right? Yeah, most definitely. Vanilla Ice, Ice Baby. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> you could do some some Backstreet Boys. That's like a little later in. The... What was the Backstreet Boys? What was their song? Fucking is that the video where they're all puppets? No, that's insane. Oh, it was hot in that room. Wasn't it like 98 degrees in there? <laughs> I saw I saw 98 degrees. I'm no joke. I saw it on a thermometer when I was... Uh, I went... Not feverish. I went to a show. <laughs> I went to a concert when I was a... With my cousin. She was the 98 degrees. Oh, you went to a concert? I went to a concert. Oh my gosh. When I was just a little teen. <laughs> she went to a concert, folks. <laughs> I feel like... Referring to 98 Degrees as a show feels insulting. It's not a show. It's a concert. It's a concert. A concert. A concert. concert. It was actually, it was fun. We saw a way older dude making out with a way too young girl, and it was very uncomfortable. Uh, Are you sure it wasn't a pop punk show? (laughs) No, just a pop show. (laughs) Oh, just a pop show. All right. Well, dude was a punk, probably. Like, yeah, my... My cousin and I were like, oh, that's nice. A dad taking his daughter to a concert. Yeah, it's and always nice they until they start smooching. Out. We were like, Hello. I hope that's not his daughter. Hello. <laughs> it was very, it was uncomfortable. <laughs> they were directly behind us. Sir, how much are you getting paid well, to babysit this girl? I, I wanted to be like, is this legal? I don't think this is legal. My gosh. Yeah, it was bad. All right, so we're going to take a break for like a real song. Okay. It's not just me singing fucking... What else was there? Fucking, oh, this one probably, right? This is, oh, this is totally 90s fucking. You're gonna be the one that saves me. Cause after all, I'm one to all. Is that close? That's cool. You actually did really good. You did better on that one than on most of the ones. You know, but I'm gonna call you out here. What did I you do? listen to this song. On to... your own. Oh, uh, oh, Oasis? Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't <laughs> mind that like, song. I've got you a time or two 
Yeah, I'll fucking this jam the Oasis. No problem. No fucking sweat, lady. <laughs> no sweat dripping from my nips on that one. Hashtag saucing the spaghetti. <laughs> Make it viral like Corona. Oh, so that real song we were going to play that yeah, we were talking yeah, about seven that. minutes ago. Okay. Uh, Under the Pier out of Baltimore, Maryland, uh, with Idol Idol from their latest album, Puff Pieces, out now on all platforms. Uh, go check it out. They have a really cool video for this song. We just watched it. Yes, we did. Mm. And it was cool. It was it fucking was, cool. It was, yeah. It was really, it's some good in- imagery. Yeah, good imagery for this tune. Go uh, check it out on the YouTubes. And, uh, yeah, follow them on Spotify and, uh, you know, all the social media shit. Thanks, you guys, for letting me play your tune on here. Here it is, uh, Under the Pier. Idol, idol. Holy shit. We, <laughs> that song is a banger. <laughs> uh, yeah, we just went off on a whole like 10 minute tangent of us just cracking up. So we had to cut. 
Forget and where no we... one else will nope. would find us funny. <clears throat> nope. <laughs> We're just over here exhausted. Falling apart. <laughs> and cracking ourselves right up. So thanks under the pier for that banger of a jam. Go check them out. Go watch the video. Uh now the microphone's plugged in. <laughs> So we're in the 90s. What were some of those 90s songs? Yeah, I'll be bringing that back up. Right quick, I'll talk about In the Mouth of Madness. Fucking good one. We got Wannabe. Ooh, tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Tell me what I want, what I really, really want. Tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Tell me what I want, what I really, really want. Tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Tell you what I want, what I really, really want. I think it might be Tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Baby got back. <laughs> I like big butts and I cannot lie. Yeah, well, yes. Fact. Yeah, you can't lie. Yeah. You should make your butt bigger, so I've always wanted to roll a joint on the back of a butt. <laughs> <laughs> or the front of a butt? What's the front of the back of the butt? The back of the butt. What's the front of the back of the butt? I think it'd just be a butt. Just a butt. Yeah, but what if I want to be in a mouth? Live in La Vida Loca? Living La Vida Loca. I like that. I love, I am living La Vida Loca, motherfuckers. <laughs> My heart will go on. Ah, uh, from Titanic. My heart will go I was close. <laughs> I am a Celine Dion enthusiast. The Bittersweet Symphony. How's that one go? I just know the, like, the fucking music of it. Was that from Cruel Intentions, right? Yeah, that is in Cruel Intentions. Was that movie, like, problematic? Oh, it's very problematic. Good thing we don't talk about any problematic movies on this show. (laughs) God damn, people You want to know? Yo, 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 yo. I don't know. To steal a joke from The Office. Sorry. Say my name. Say my name, say my name. Waterfalls. Don't go fucking waterfalls. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, did we even talk about the mouth of madness yet? Sam Neill, uh, it's got everything you want in a horror movie. A little bit of everything you want in a horror movie. Directed by John Carpenter. Uh, I don't want to give it away for people, so go watch it. I have to watch it. She never seen it. I've never <clears throat> seen it. She has not seen it. So, but we're, we're going to watch that again soon. And I go watch it. So you know what number movie we're about to discuss? <laughs> the no. number the number that sent us into a spiral. <laughs> yep, yep, we started spiraling at this. So Shorty knows the answer. It's seven. We're gonna talk about seven a little Can bit. We talk about seven for number seven. Within the bounds. Oh. <laughs> 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 I <laughs> was almost not like words. <laughs> what in the box? What's in the box? What in the box? <laughs> Do you what's in the box? What's really in the box? <laughs> <laughs> like remix. Yeah. I'll tell you what's in the box. What's really in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> Can't touch this. Uh, this is one that stuck with audiences long after they watched and an all-star cast featuring Brad Pitt, Gwyneth Paltrow. Wasn't she someone like Pussy Juice recently? She's like, like got Pussy some... Juice ointments or something like this. Yeah, well, yeah, there's some weird, it's like, these like, I think these like crystal 
egg things that you shove up in there. I don't know. There's a uh, lot. It's like the it's weird and it's a scam and it's it hurts my heart and and my crotch brain. crystals. Oh, the whole thing she's got going. The, huh. It's goop. I what if I strap a strap a crystal under my nits? Will I? Uh... You might get all like aligned. Ooh, I need to get aligned. Maybe a chiropractor is the first place yeah, to start. Yeah, I think though. I would yeah, start it's there. Probably a little. I would go there instead of jamming diamonds up your twidget. Oh, yeah, dickhole. <laughs> I'm sure there are people that do that, too. Diamond dickhole. That's probably, like, uh, you know, it's something to, uh, you know, to That's aspire to, to look, you know, try to reach in your life. A serial killer. Oh, the all-star cast also features Morgan <laughs> Freeman and Kevin Spacey, who, ooh, speaking of problematic. Yeah, yeah, there's a problematic one. A serial killer is targeting people that he considers to be in violation of the seven deadly sins. He also befriends the pregnant wife of one of the detectives on his case, and uh, it just gets worse <laughs> when you find out what's in the box, what's really in the box, what's in the box. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch this one. It's been a really long time. Yeah. So yeah, just, I got to go check to this one out. watch it again. <clears throat> I watched it a lot way back when. But it's been many a many a year. It's been a long time since I've seen Seven, and I want to go revisit. I want to like revisit with like grown adult eyes. I oh, uh, I just recently, maybe in the past like year or so, but one of my favorite uh, albums and like the first Every Time I Die album starts with a sample. Some chick goes, "I hate this city," and then it goes all. <laughs> and uh, I found out it's from Seven. Well, it was Gwyneth that. Gwyneth Paltrow with her crotch crystals. <laughs> Hmm. Do they? What happens? Can you like sling them out of there? Like, whoop! I don't really know what the. I don't. <laughs> I don't think it's that like entertainment. It's not entertainment. It's, uh... it's health and wellness. It's my entertainment. Uh, as I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, fans and creators had been studying the horror films of the previous decades, and perhaps no one studied the slasher subgenre more than Kevin Williamson, who penned the landmark. Horror film of the 1990s. Scrape! <laughs> in 1996, Wes Craven returned to the genre that made him famous with a fresh, young-ish cast and a great script. He reinvented the slasher film. Right? Yeah. I would say. Uh, we all know the story. Yeah. Sydney Prescott was still dealing with the death of her mother from just a year earlier, finds herself in the middle of a murder spree that is uh, seemingly connected to her and her mother's past. As it unfolds, we find that her boyfriend Billy and his best friend Stu, two horror-obsessed idiots, are the murderers. <laughs> it was billed as clever, hip, and scary. And that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that totally is what it is. Yeah. Uh, this is a... Uh... A favorite of yours, right? A huge favorite of mine. Yeah. I love Scream. One of my one of my favorites. Um, and uh, its three sequels have all been well received by fans and critics. It spawned a whole bunch of uh, copycat movies uh, that really defined the '90s in a and way. We got, um, we got scary movie. <laughs> we got scary movie, uh, which is great. That's from 2000. Fucking great movie. Uh, which is you know a comedy horror. Yeah. You know, so fucking good stuff right there. And but uh, out of this came like I know what you did last summer and Urban Legend. Oh yeah, and all those fucking oh whole bunch of movies uh, along so the way many there. Of those. And I'm looking forward to part five. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and we're going to do a whole Scream episode when uh, I eventually see Part 5. Whenever Part 5 comes out, we'll do our Scream episode. <laughs> so, so, stay tuned. See you then, motherfuckers. <clears throat> In uh, 1997, this creepy-ass cosmic horror cult favorite came out, Event Horizon. Which we watched, we watched last night. Last night. It was a good one. I had seen it before. You had it. I right? hadn't seen nope. it. Yep. But though, when we were watching it, I did realize that at some point in my life, I had seen bits of it. So mm-hmm. I don't know when or where, if it was just like on, when. Because there was a lot of times that I'd be like at a party and I'm... You know, a lot of, like, movies would be on. So, it could have been one of those scenarios. Because there was yeah. definitely a few things where I'm like, I've party seen movie. this before. <clears throat> well, that's the kind of parties I attended where there yeah. were movies like this playing in the background. Yeah. This uh, movie was got to be the inspiration for at least nine Meshuggah songs. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you kept saying that. <laughs> yeah, that whole spinny bullshit looked like the fucking uh, Chaosphere album cover. For those of you who know, fucking, Disciples, come join with me! To save a failed humanity. Something like that. <laughs> and he makes if you ever seen the singer Meshuga, he dances like he's fucking robots. Fat robots. <laughs> like he's a robot, fucking a fat robot. <laughs> Check it out. YouTube Meshuga singer singing. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um Yeah, this movie's really cool. It's like space, crazy horror, the fucking dude. Sapa horror. Sapa horror. Cosmic horror. Cosmic, Ooh, yeah. Simon let me Cosmic in on that phrase. Uh, this dude sticks his arm in like a space glory hole on this abandoned ship and all hell breaks loose. <laughs> I mean, hell breaks loose before. Everything's just, breaking loose. It's been breaking loose for a while. It's continuing to break it's loose. got, uh, you know, Sam Neill, like we said, Lawrence Fishburne, uh, Jolie Richardson from Nip Tuck. And she never took her shirt off. Yeah, you were little, very disappointed. I was disappointed she didn't take her shirt off. I was disappointed that uh, maybe people are disappointed I don't take my shirt off. No one has ever been disappointed. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I wasn't going to say anything. Listen, I know what I look like. <laughs> uh, the Faculty in 1998 is what? Your favorite? You said it was your favorite? Yeah. Huh? Hmm. Huh? I did say that. I, I, If I had to pick one, yeah. which was so difficult, I think I would lean towards the Faculty. Right. Why? Just... Tell me why. Tell me why. <laughs> I mean, I just think it's a, I feel like. Tell me why. <laughs> I feel like when it came out, you're at like this relatable age where you like, you're a you're teen, in high school, you know? Yeah. So you're, it just felt like, like seeing it at the right time, at the right age, it just, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It just like hits you. Yeah, it felt good. It just hits you like in a way. It's like very. It feels very like nostalgic to me. Yeah, man. It's got a sweet cast. Uh, John Stewart, Selma Hayek. Yeah, it's got a great. Who cast. also doesn't take off her shirt. And it's <laughs> in. It's just a. It's like a really well done. Who's that dude with the the weed whacker haircut? Josh Hartnett. Yeah, fucking weed whacker <laughs> haircut, having motherfucker. I always wanted some whatever that drug he's selling is in that movie. I was trying try it once. Let's try it once. Yeah. <laughs> What are you selling there, weed whacker? <laughs> Something he made at home. Yeah, some homemade weird drug that kills aliens that take over the like dries faculty. Dries them out. Dries out your alien, motherfucker. <laughs> Give me your drugs, weed whacker. And I do, I like that, like, the body snatching aspect of it, because that's, like, it's so scary. Yeah, and it's like, like, you like don't f- know who's the, who's <clears throat> bad, who's... 
Yeah, and it feels like it's got a good kind of cool throwback to some of those like vintage sci-fi yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I uh, love the, I mean, I'm sure that's probably everybody, but in the like when they're playing the football game and they're just like infecting the people and they're just like yeah. tackling like doing these crazy like breaking people neck moves see corona would have been way cooler if it turned people into zombies or not zo- aliens you know that's like gonna be alien. the next is corona alien oh that's gonna be the next you heard it here for listen listen we we've been trying to tell you guys we disguise ourselves as like this movie discussing podcast this whole time but we got to tell you the truth and tell you about the truth about coronavirus, it's aliens. And that wraps up this episode forever. <laughs> Thanks for listening to 20 episodes or something to find that out. That's the truth. If you don't have coronavirus, you'll have it soon and you'll be an alien. And we're all going to be aliens. And that's the truth. I see, like, legitimate fear in your eyes. I'm so afraid. <laughs> why Why would I want corona alien in my body? <laughs> <clears throat> All right, guys, uh, I have to tell you that that was a joke. That's what they want me to say. <laughs> and we're going to move on with our episode. Were you still talking about the faculty? Did I just cut you off? I don't remember. Who cares? I... <laughs> Not that who cares about what you're saying. Just... Hey. No, it kind of was a who cares about anything kind of thing. Let's fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck all this. <laughs> I pretty much I feel like in our general attitude tonight. No, I'm loving what I got here, but I'm just I got no energy. Who, who? I just wonder. That's why we're on the crash from all the '80s cocaine. <laughs> now we're in the '90s where everyone's all weeded out and flannel. Yeah, up, everybody's all grungy, like, mopey, they're solemn, oh, solemn. They're all raspy from screaming. <laughs> Hey, mom and Shane. mom and dad are yuppie jerks. Yuppie motherfuckers. Now to conclude our discussion here today, we're gonna pretend it's daytime because <laughs> daytime just seems better. <laughs> we'll touch on All a right. movie. This movie is totally love it or hate it. You either you watch the movie like I fucking love this movie, or you're like yo fuck that movie. I am on the love it side. Blair Witch Project. I love it. From 1999. <clears throat> My grandmother took me to see this movie. Oh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and it, like, it did, it gave birth to, like, the, the found footage genre, which you, for the most part, sucks, in my opinion. I'm not a fan of the... Yeah, that, so well... There's some good yeah. ones that stand out, but there's a lot of it them, can, and out of the lot of them, there's only a few that yeah, are, like, Because it can go so cheesy. Mm-hmm. Like, you can make it just... Or really anticlimactic. Yeah. But this one I enjoy a ton. And, like, yeah. when I was a little young dweeb, it looked like a movie that I could make. Yeah, so it's, like... And I, I like, love that. Inspiring. Yeah, it was really inspiring to me, and it, like... I think it's, like, a part of, why, like, my DIY ethic that I've always, like, had with my shit. I feel like, you know, too, like, you're... When I poop, I do it myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're a woods kid, too, so I'm sure that's probably, like, relatable yeah, to Yeah, I you love being in the woods. Because you were, like, out in the woods all the time. Oh, I love the woods. Um, so three young filmmakers wander into the woods of Maryland. I wonder if they ran into Under the Pier while they were out there. Hey. 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 Tied together. A little fucking math metal... Full- Fucking full circle. Head banging shit popping off in the Blair Witch dick. Are they the Blair Witch? Yo, you dudes the Blair Witch. <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> I put the phone up to my ear thing with my Your hand. Ear thing. My ear no, the the symbol. 
they uh, wander into the woods where they probably didn't run into under their peer because they were probably also like 12 when this came out like we were. <laughs> but uh, they want to explore the legend of the Blair Witch. And while they're there, they encounter strange happenings that scare the shit out of them. And uh, they capture it all on film. Film equipment that they brought out to the woods because they're trying to make a documentary about this like legend. And this was one of the first movies uh, to really utilize the internet as a promotional tool. Which was cool. Yeah, that they, is cool. They like set up a website that declared like those people like actually missing. Yeah, and, it was a like, whole yeah, experience. Yeah, they put a whole spin on it like to try to make that it really, seem real. Did you stuff. think about yeah. it? That starts. That really starts of the like confusion when people started <laughs> believing anything they read on the internet. Yep, started with Blair Witch. <laughs> you guys, that's why people and are going to they... believe that COVID is an alien hoax because some asshole they I'm heard sure said it on a podcast. Out there that already do believe that. Can't believe it. Why would you ever listen to something somebody says on a podcast? <laughs> Who listens to podcasts? <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> we love you guys. In fact, in a minute, we'll get to the why, how much we love you in a minute here. You're gonna, we're gonna force our love upon you in a problematic way. <laughs> it's the um, '90s. We're allowed. Yes, yeah, the '90s. It's Clinton's in office. Things are great. Things are great. Things are great. <laughs> It just gets greater. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> I just thought of the whole MAGA thing. It, it's never been great. Fuck off. <laughs> That's... I know this is not of the point, but it's never been great. <laughs> like, humanity has never been great. You know what happens to humanity? It just gets worse. I don't know what people think. Every time period has its horribleness. And it's <laughs> always been bad. But people just seem to romanticize the past and think they need to make the future like the past. But every decade is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Terrible things have happened in every decade ever. That humans have existed on this earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but... So basically, Not the point we're here. Uh, just touching on uh, Blair Witch right quick before we <laughs> wrap this up here. The uh, it was a box office fucking smash, like unexpected. Uh, like yeah, it wasn't expected to do nearly as well as it did. Do you remember people being like, "Ah, I got so motion sick." Oh. Yeah, no, motion sick. Like, okay. No, you didn't. I'll make you motion sick. No, you didn't. Um, and so it made a shitload of money, especially considering it's, like, minuscule budget compared yeah. to, like, most major motion pictures. Did you happen to look up how much it was to make it? Because I can't imagine it was that much. I don't remember, but fuck. Huh. Look it up while we're, th- while we're thinking here, please, if you don't mind. Uh, with my <laughs> so manners. demanding. Hey! I wonder why our child is look rude. It look it up. Our child's not rude. She's a peach. <laughs> yeah, she's a peach. She's a peach. She's, um, as I said, what, last week? Spirited. Spirited. She's very spirited. spirited. Thing. She is spirited a demanding, spirited human. I don't know. I want to say it costs like 83000 or something, but that's just a guess. All right. I don't know why. I just wish I had that much money or something. <laughs> <laughs> but while, while you're looking that up, I'm going to get into the honorable mentions as we've been doing on these episodes. Just a couple of movies we didn't quite get to, but deserve a shout out uh the first one being it oh hold up sixty thousand was the estimated budget oh sixty thousand all right that's like a like a small wedding yeah (laughs) and then how much did it make like millions yeah it made hold on i just thought it was like two two point no 
248.6 million. Woo, baby! So that is a huge that's, profit. That's all profit. That's absolutely insane. That's pretty cool. Well, good for them. But I think yeah. I'm, if I remember correctly, and I don't want to say this if it's not true, but I think like the actors got fucked. Oh, like well, out sure of money, out of money, did. not like not by like a demon or something. <laughs> but I think they got pretty screwed out of their money uh, deal because they were, you know, had signed to a certain amount to make it, and then it fucking made millions. Yeah, it did way. Not enough that ever got sorted out for them or whatever. Should have. Hopefully, they got some bunch of money for that, like they deserve. Uh, so the honorable mentions for this episode, it the uh, mini series. This is the first. I it deserves a shout I've out. Ever yeah. Watched. yeah. Thanks, Mom, again, we've talked about this, mm-hmm. <laughs> for absolutely traumatizing me for a few years. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we've, we've dived into the family trauma of, of why we all <laughs> love, why a bunch of people our age really love horror movies. Which is so. hilarious to think about now, because my mom hates horror, does not watch horror movies, like, not into it. But when I was little, she used to, like, read Stephen King... And we watched it, and I don't know, like, where did that person go? Started listening to much Grateful Dead. What happened to her? <laughs> um, Why'd you have to traumatize me when I was three years old, Mom? <clears throat> yeah, so it deserves a shout-out because I do feel it was, uh, back when I did the thing about, like, the first horror movie you saw and stuff, a bunch of people said it. Yeah, that so, was, a, that yeah. was the, the, the rite of passage. Yeah, go most. look up that past episode. If you're just starting here, uh, thank you, but go check out all the yeah, past episodes. All We've got a whole bunch, a whole bunch of stuff going on here. Uh, also, From Dusk Till Dawn, which is one of my yes, favorites. That Fucking one's great so one. So good. The Sixth Sense, not shouting this out necessarily because I care about it, but because it was like. It was uh, huge. It was huge. It was really yeah. popular, and, and the Emma Knight Shamalama in. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm just giving a shout out for that fact. It was a huge movie in 1999 that I had, you know, put the probably helped with like the spooky ghost stories yeah. that started coming out. And it was, it's I don't a know good if it one. helped. I'm not a big fan of that style of movie, honestly, but uh, it was influential and yeah. important. Yeah, so. and it's a good movie, but I feel like it's the only, it's kind of a, a movie you only want to watch once because like after you watch it, it all depends time, on the twist. Yeah. You're just like it doesn't it doesn't have this it doesn't hit the same. <clears throat> yep. After you've had the twist, it just doesn't hit the Which same. Which really a lot of his movies are like that. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah, the kind Except of one for signs. Down. Signs, I feel like you can watch multiple times. I only saw signs once. I watched it in the driving across the lake over there. Over there, across the lake, Bob. Back aliens, to driving, baby. Aliens get me. Aliens get me. They're so that's so scary to me. Uh, yeah. We're going to get into now. Now here's where I love you people. I appreciate you all listening. I appreciate the interaction online. And uh, we're going to get into the list. I asked you guys, what's your favorite one movie <laughs> <laughs> Which... <laughs> from, from the 90s? Now some of you said, but it, it just, you know, people weren't meant to follow rules, man. We're wild. We're wild. And that's. Wow, that's all right, you frisky motherfuckers. Picking I appreciate that about almost you. almost impossible. It is. I gave you a hard task, and some of you just straight up disabandoned the rules and gave me your top, like, fucking 25 list. No, <laughs> I, got, I got a couple of top five lists, a couple of top threes, a couple of, uh, you know, this or that's. But we're going to go through them. We're going to shout you all out. Thanks for fucking everything. You guys are awesome. Thanks. Thank you. We had TJ from, uh, he does the Just Plain Filthy podcast. So go listen to that. 
he said uh, Candyman and From Dusk Till Dawn. Both so, fair. Oh, yeah. Good choice. Uh, Brian said Scream. Then my boy Ben. What's up, Benny? He said, uh, he hit me with his top five, you rule-breaking motherfucker. <laughs> he says, uh, Puppet Master 2, Scream, House on Haunted Hill, Colobos, and this one I wholeheartedly agree with is uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, which we didn't get into because, yeah. as I said a while back, we're not going to like dive into all the sequels of all the movies we've already talked about, but that is the best of the Nightmare on Elm Street sequels, for sure. Yeah. Night, uh, oh, definitely. Wes Craven's New Nightmare is cool. It's actually, like, scary for a Freddy movie. For, yeah. Like, after the whole run of, like, the one-liners and then being kind of a witty guy, which I fucking love. I love Freddy. Well, that's like but, you. Yeah, yeah. I'm basically, <laughs> you know, hey, I'm the funniest guy I know. Hey. <laughs> What's in the back? <laughs> uh, yeah, so, thanks, man. Uh, Ringo hit me with his top three, which I already knew. I was like, yeah, I know Ringo. I know. He said, uh, Army of Darkness, Candyman, and Event Horizon. And also on Event Horizon, we had Tyler and Ryan Williamson. So. Then Doug from Psycho Enhancer. Go listen to Psycho Enhancer. Uh, he said It was his. Then Eddie. What's up, Eddie? From Rhode Island. Said Pet Cemetery 2, and he wanted to shout out the soundtrack specifically, or not specifically, but also as a part of why he loves that movie huh. so much. Which we have that sitting on the shelf over there we borrowed from our boy Rodney, and we just have not got around yeah, to, watch we it. Need to watch I've, it. I've seen it, but it's been a long, long time, so I'm trying to get around to that again. Crystal said Blair Witch Project, Misery and Silence of the Lambs. Which, all, yeah. uh, all top notch flicks. A lot of, yeah, a lot of these comments, I was like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yep, I get that too. <laughs> Jenny from uh, back at community school what's up Jenny she said dead alive dead alive Brandon said in the mouth of madness Jacob's Ladder Devil's Advocate Scream and Event Horizon Jacob's Ladder is good yeah both all those uh, Devil's Advocate Advocate is really yeah, good yeah Devil's Advocate yeah. is really good Yep. I forgot about that one <laughs> but it is really good Andrea said Scream and Candyman both awesome. What's up, Andrea? Really How's it going? into Scream and Candyman. Those seem to be like yeah, the most popular. Awesome. They're so good. Natalie, you know Natalie. Yeah. Natalie, she said, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula and Interview with the Vampire. Which that we makes didn't sense. touch on those. No. I realized, and I probably should have. Because yeah. uh, at least one of those, those are both awesome. Interview Maybe... with the Vampire is a quality vampire <clears throat> movie. Oh, yeah, for sure. And you know what I think we will do, and I've actually thought this before we probably do like a vampire movie episode because mm-hmm. i'm gonna do like a we're gonna do a whole series about zombie movies yeah and vampires, I, vampires be in there. I had a phase it. i had a phase in my younger years when i was really into reading all the vampire books and watching all the vampire movies and like way into it yeah did you wear those little teeth the, the big no titty, the big titty no. goth girls wear i now? didn't do big titty goth. yo hold up first that? of all I don't know if I'm going to offend anyone here, and I don't care. But I had a big titty goth girlfriend since, like, ten years ago. <laughs> and I still got her. She's right in front of me, and I record podcasts with her. Oh. Oh, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> look at me. Yeah. So, whatever. So, no, no, I'm proud of this. That's exactly what I want in a woman. And fucking hell yeah. <laughs> 
Blake said that Milo was his favorite movie from the 90s, which I've seen, but I can't remember yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that. Then we had someone with some misinformation, but he said it might be misinformation, but I fucking love this man, so I'm going to shout him out anyway. Dennis said that, uh, he said, I'm not sure if it's 90s, but he apparently loves Final Destination too. And I don't think he's like, I don't know, Dennis, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think you watch a lot of horror movies. He's, in, you know, he's one of my like best friends, dads, and uh, so he probably saw Final Destination, he thought it was cool, he wanted to shout it out. Yeah. So, and I think that is a pretty cool movie. Yeah, those are those are good. Things. And uh, all right, man. You know what time it is now? It's closing time. <laughs> you don't have to go home, but you gotta fuck off. <laughs> that is how that song should have gone. Just, 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 just fuck off. <laughs> just go. What we're missing nineties was Kid Rock in the nineties. My name is Key. Cowboy. I want to be a cowboy, baby. Diggy, <laughs> <laughs> diggy. Yeah, his his time was ninety eight. Yeah, I thought I thought he crept in there at the end. That old yeah. kid, that yeah. old kid, crack rock. Crack rock. <laughs> Good old crack rock. Good old kid, crack rock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get out of here, we got some plugs, as always. Boop, boop. The huge. The huge. We got uh, me. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Demolition Most Podcast. Of all, first and. The man, the myth, the legend. First and foremost, follow me. Off the cliff like a lemming. <laughs> Both in my. What you don't life. know is I have a jetpack and I'm flying out this bitch while you all fall to your fucking death. <laughs> Watching too much Mandalorian. Mm hmm. Also follow Sean Winters Podcast, Kate vs. Kate Podcast, Square Hamburgers Productions, the Devolution Podcast Tunes playlist on Spotify, where I put a bunch of songs from the show on there. Uh, and we're going to get out of here with a band, as always. We got Psalm, made up of John, Liven, and Brian out of San Fernando Valley. They have a new EP coming out on the 20th of November called The Blessed Are the Cursed. Follow them on Instagram for updates and pick up some merch that they'll have coming out with the EP. And uh, we're out of here. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to the 1990s Thanks. with us. It's a long episode. <laughs> Hope you had fun. We are exhausted and yeah. lost it. We're we up. may only be funny to ourselves, yep. and we apologize for that. I apologize for nothing. I was going to say, but actually, we don't apologize. Yeah, we don't fucking care. Because we laughed. And that's yeah. all that we care about. Yeah, but we we hope you laughed at some point. We, yeah. we love you guys. Shout out to the listener we of the week. Listener of the week is Rick. Thanks for listening. We don't need you to laugh, but we would like it if you would. Yeah, and if you do, please remember I have, uh, you can donate money to the beer fund for every laugh I give you. It's 20 cents. We've raised the price. I think it was 10 cents last time. Was it 10 cents? I can't keep it. I don't know. My life's a blur. Before we get out of here. Uh, we want to mention the Dave and Friends Toy Drive. It's a local toy drive here in New Hampshire. 
It is near and dear to us. This is our family. Yep. Who does this? Yeah. He is. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's a great guy, and he does. He's organized this toy drive for a bunch of years now. Yeah, it's been a while, and it helps hundreds of families every year in in the uh, Lakes Region area of New Hampshire. And we get to like personally see, yeah, and interact with these families who who have nothing, and this means everything to them to be able to give their children and their quality toys. They're new. They're like in. You know, they're yeah. This is this is a huge thing. Yes. But this year they are a little uh worried about funds coming in. We know it's tight times for a lot of people. We understand that, but that's also a reason why if you're able to, we ask that maybe you can uh, throw them a few bucks. Yeah, just a little. Anything yep. is is something and um, it matters. And honestly, like, you know, even $10 does buy a toy, man. I would bring yeah. bring our kid down to Walgreens, she gets a toy for 10 bucks, you know? So yeah. um they help out hundreds of families around the area, like I said. So if you're able to throw a few bucks this way for this charity over the next few episodes, I'm going to shout this out. So if you can help them out at all, yeah, do it. Uh, you can do it via Venmo. You can do Dave-Friends-Toy-Drive and uh, send them what you can. You, can go, you could go on the Facebook. Um, you can message if you have any questions. Yep. Like it, share it. Yeah, follow uh, Dave and Friends Toy Drive on Facebook. And uh, I know they're planning yeah. something, some some fundraising, like virtual fundraising and raffle and stuff. So it's worth following to kind of they get they get some good prizes sometimes yeah. when they do those. Yeah. And uh, so again, that's that's Venmo. It's Dave Dash Friends Dash Toy Drive, and uh, send send any donation that way. Throw throw that it came from uh, came from us in the in the little memo there, so we know <laughs> our audience is helping them out. All right. So thank you all for listening. Here is Psalm with Weight of Time. Check it out. Bye. Bye.